future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. You're doing it too now. I know. You realize that I haven't that been there in your, so long that I forgot. You're just on like a couple year curve away from things that I do. <laughs> so everything that I've done that you've seen me do, now you're going to start doing it. Because the fact that That's, you're in there. That is not Sarah, accurate. Oh, no, it's pretty accurate. I mean, I would say at this point, if you're out in public and you haven't learned from my lessons, you're doomed to repeat them. And by lessons, you mean just like you living your life? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> There's so much that's going to happen to you. I wonder if it's going to be a Taco Time parking lot for you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. That one took you a second. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have so much to get to today. So but much. First off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. It's a wonderful way to support us. We do appreciate it. We and sure do. anytime you're buying your secret dark, dark secret things that you purchase on Amazon that you have shipped to you, uh, please make sure that you just go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the button. Greg, I'm getting one step closer to those white Doc Martin boots that I want. Oh, my God, the white Doc Martin boots. Please, please stop. I know. Please stop talking just, about I, them. I keep doing it just so like maybe you'll buy them for me, so I'll shut Why up. Why would I buy them? I buy so you then new, I won't talk about it I anymore. got you a new Kids on the Block ticket. Greg, that I that didn't you, use. That you didn't even <laughs> use. Fucking useless. So, no. So, I mean, so the present that you got me, I didn't use, so you probably owe me another present. That's not how that works. That seems pretty accurate to me. I mean, like, if you got me something and then, like, it went unused... Yeah, that's, that's not, not really my, a present. Actually, it? you should have bought that from me because you didn't use it. And then you could have taken care of it. Why would I have bought my present from you? Because you didn't use it. You should have given me money. Is that how you money. think presents are? That's how this present was. Like anyway. if, somebody, so if you buy a present for somebody by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link and right. they don't use it, right. then they need then to you pay, pay you. Yeah, then you pay me. That's how it works. Oh, the logic. I think I'll figure out a way. And you wonder is. why people like like to send me things and not you. <laughs> My birthday's coming up. Anyway, uh, send us oh, an email. Oh, it is. <laughs> or go to funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> click on the Amazon. Greg just went into right. show closing mode. Did you hear that? I did. Uh, all right. We need to talk about what is going on with Sarah. Like, what is really going on with Sarah? Yes. We've had a lot of concerned emails sent in about, you know, about your different jobs that you're doing now, now that you're a real estate agent. And that's not the concern. The concern is what you just did in public in front of people that you told me about <laughs> just before we went on the air. Sarah, you need to explain to everyone what you've done. Because I, I talk about my shames. But this is just... This is... Oh. It's not that bad. Okay, so... <clears throat> um, recently... You know, because I am living that real estate life. Oh, please don't ever say that. Oh, Do you my hashtag things that way? God, no. Have you started to get more into the real estate culture? No, but I'm, I'm part of a any, lot of Facebook groups. Have you gone to any mixers? No, I don't want to. That scares me. Yeah, but you do get invited to him. Oh yeah. What happens at the mixer? Because you have to be a licensed realtor in order in order to um you know to go to the to mixer real estate in yeah no so there are all sorts of like mixers and and classes and, Is there like like a real meet estate, and greets that you can do a meet and greet? why are you not going to these because that sounds like my nightmare uh, that sounds amazing and no. great like great show content i think you should be going to these things sarah <sighs> it's for the show we all want to know what goes on in a real estate mixer like there's going to be the it's drunk so one trying to like one up each other yeah no go there and try to one up i mean i want to i want to know what goes on at those i'm sure there's like closed doors there's like clubs that you can join oh probably like, like different levels 
Yeah, like a real estate society. Because they're like the like you know like the people who are really like I only deal in houses like three million and up. Uh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for anything smaller than that. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what you have to go to these things so I can find out what happens. Oh, God. Oh, I will tell man. you. So um, in case every, you want to ask me because everybody asks me. No, I've not sold everybody my first house. Everybody asks me. No. No, I'm just saying everyone, every person I haven't seen within like the past month is like, have you sold your first house yet? So no, I have not sold my first house yet. Um, but however, oh. I did get my first listing. What? You have a listing? It's not up yet, but yeah. I'm pretty excited. Wow. I'm not going to talk about it yet. But, so um, let's say Sarah X. Dillon, listing agent. Oh, mm, okay. The, I'm going to be the SO. I'm going to be the selling agent. What's, what the hell is yet? What's SA. SO? SA. I'm, I'm getting really nervous. Yes. I'm very excited. I don't know what that terminology is. Selling so, agent. SA. Okay. Selling agent. It's a selling agent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's freaky. All right. Well, yeah. uh, anyway. So I mean, so I feel like maybe I'll be more comfortable going to those mixers after I have a house under my belt. Because right now I still feel like I Are have they like the, sleepover ones or they're like ones they're where you go to like ones. the coast? And like, I, I feel like right now I'm- gets like puts our keys in a bowl or dude, something. can I talk? I'm, I'm, what? Okay. Tell me more about your secret real I'm estate I'm just saying parties. I don't feel like a real real estate agent broker person yet because I haven't sold a house. And it stresses me out every time someone, which I know everyone's just trying to be nice because they're trying, because, you know, you know somebody who's randomly- just became a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. You want to ask me about the house? So every person I meet, they're like, "Oh, so have you sold your first house yet?" And I'm yeah, like, I'm trying to think of like funny ways to like not sound sad and be like, "Not yet." Yeah, but see, you get that. So everybody you haven't seen, I get. So like, did you get your car back? <laughs> Whatever happened with that guy, dude? That was crazy. I read about that. There is not a week that goes by that I do not have to recount that story at least three times to people that I have not seen or who I have seen that just haven't bothered to ask about it. Uh, so, I'm sorry about your real estate. Issues. I know. <laughs> Can well, you tell I, I had to tell it again today? Uh, anyway. Oh man. Listen to the episode on Fun Employment Radio. I was thinking that there was a um, there's a boycott going on at that particular establishment today. At what establishment? At at where that happened to you? Oh, what Burgerville? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care because about they're underpaying their, their employees. Yeah, they're, well, yeah, yeah, because they're demanding fair wages, and I think Burgerville came back like the employees were asking for uh, five dollars more an hour for a living wage. Oh, and Burgerville came back with an uh, increase of like thirteen cents an hour. Oh, well, which is pretty shitty. Well, they pretty shitty for a give, shitty business. Give me a burger when they got robbed. Them. Okay, I'm done talking about it. I'm I'm complaining about talking about it, and then I go right into it. All right, so why anyway, not, I'm not your talking about selling a house yet, and you parties. don't talk about your carjacking. Yes. Okay, so your secret. So after I sell my first house, I will. I promise you. After yeah, I up. after I sell my first house, I will go to. I will start going to real estate mixers. Oh my god! Can I go? I don't know. Mm, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Let me get through the process of doing one. And then once I do one, I'll feel like right now I just feel like I'm I wear like a costume. Is there like a handshake? I don't know. Like a real estate tip of the hat thing where I mean I, I genuinely am part of like you do have to pay dues do and you have everything. To get a tattoo? No, I don't think so. Okay, you haven't asked though, have you? No, but okay. I'm, a lot of these people don't seem like they're the tattooing type. Yeah. Remember, I went to my no no visible tattoos with real estate. Oh, okay. There's some. There's a secret underbelly here that we got to get to the bottom. I of. did go right. to my all right. Um, all right. my extended learning class last week for like a, some more like real estate knowledge and stuff. And yeah. I looked not like anybody else in that entire room. Like it was all just a whole bunch of like super fancy looking like you know blonde ladies or like you know super perky like brunette just like sitting there asking questions the whole time with like a bouncy swingy shiny ponytail i want to go to this party no this was a class oh okay a class <laughs> i know i know it's a class i'm saying i want to go to the no it was hell it was hell because there were the two not one but two like you're in a classroom with everybody who's wanting the attention 
It's like yeah. usually there's just like the one person who keeps asking mm-hmm. questions. It's like 17 of them. Oh, they're all raising their hands? Yeah, and they're like, um, excuse me. Well, I'm noticing from, from my showings that I've done, I've noticed, and then oh, like they'll wow. take it. Yeah, and it makes it last like forever. Okay, these sound annoying then. No, I don't. I don't think that you. It, it would be as fun for you as you think it's it not is. How it's but not I'll go it. there and I'll go through it. Okay, and come back and and tell everybody about it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's my responsibility. But before you do that, we have to talk about what you did do. Oh yeah. So uh, as I started living that real estate life, no, I, I wanted to. So I haven't been going to the gym. Um, I have probably haven't been there for probably a few months. Uh huh. Yeah, because I kind of lost interest in going there, and it smelled weird, and I, just, I don't really like it very much. But so I've been like walking and um, jogging, jogging, and you okay. know, just doing stuff around the neighborhood. And then I'm finally gotten kind of bored, and I'm like, I need to do something else because I feel squishy. Mm-hmm. So I started going back to the gym, and um, I totally forgot that when you are at the gym, you kind of have to monitor what you're watching. Yeah. On your so I usually will set you mean up. Mean like when I was watching, I can't remember what the movie was that I was watching, and. Um, it uh, turned out there was a sex scene that just came out of nowhere in the movie I was watching, and I'm sitting there running, staring, <laughs> not not paying attention to the fact that I was in a uh, gym. Yeah. And then the guy looked at it and saw what I was doing and, like, walked off and then probably wouldn't told someone. Yeah. That's the lesson that we had here on the show. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago. I did not I, I did not pay attention. You clearly. didn't heed that, did you? I didn't heed it. So I was there and uh, I have been watching. I, if you are a horror fan, might I suggest to you, Canadian horror in particular, to watch the show. It is the most one of the most brutal things I've ever seen. It's called Slasher. Uh, so it's this show on Netflix. Slasher. Slasher. It's like they're not even trying. Oh, but they are. It's like it's pretty great. So there's three Slasher. seasons. There are three seasons. It's um, anyone who's ever seen the show Being Erica, which is one of my all-time favorite television I've shows. I've heard you talk about that show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this Canadian drama where this woman basically gets the chance to uh, go back in time and redo the mistakes of her past. And sometimes she makes it better. Sometimes she just fucks it up even more. Like, it's a really interesting show. I really like that show. So it's called Being Erica. Um, I have something to bring up associated with that. But. Okay. Um, but there's this show. So then um, – I started watching this show on Netflix a few years ago, and it's called Slasher. And I knew it was a Canadian slasher, like, television show. Like, each season's different. Okay. Kind of like American Horror Story. Um, but each one has, like, a different story. Like, so it's an anthology. It's an Yeah, exactly. Um, but randomly enough, like, it's, uh, you know, it's set in, in Canada. And, like, a majority of the characters from Being Erica are in this show. So, I mean, usually, and being Erica, it's like, it's a lot more wholesome, you know, not people like, getting their guts ripped. It's just, yeah, it's really, slasher is very gnarly. It's, no, it's probably like, PG-13. Being Erica? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because Canadians are, are um, incredible in their storytelling and like the way that they were so much more open-minded and like there's so many different lifestyles that aren't even like brought up as something different in the show like there's like gay couples and it just doesn't like it's not like oh they're the gay couple it's like they're a couple <laughs> oh they're the gay couple exactly yeah. it's like yeah. and you know and someone can be trans and it's just like they are matter. they are it's a just, woman it doesn't matter it's not part of the story it's, it's not just, a part of the storyline yeah. at all so this that's is why kinda, Shit's Creek is so great for that exactly so it's kind of like that so uh, Slasher is kind of the same where it's just like all these different people different lifestyles and things but they all get brutally murdered <laughs> so <laughs> but they all do so slasher is usually it's a it's a classic slasher like each one is like you know a, a, a seven or eight part um you know like series 
So it's okay. like a long extended movie where there is a murderer and they're systematically like killing everybody. You're trying to figure out who the person is. And I will tell you, Canadian horror does not fuck around. It is the grossest stuff I've ever seen. I mean, it's just so creative in the way that they murder people in these shows. Oh. I know. I'm not really See, into that. that's like, not that's I'm not, not into gore alley. porn. But the thing is, is it that. It kind of sounds like you might be. No, no, no. But I am so into it for the storylines. Like, I, I will actually avert my eyes for a lot of the gross stuff because I can't stomach it. But the Canadian, like, plot lines in a horror <laughs> like movie. Say, uh, no, I only read the articles. I don't really pay attention to the But it totally <laughs> is. It totally is. I am, like, the, the playboy excuser. Like, I am into the into the articles, the, not I the just, pictures. I just read the interviews. I'm into the I'm articles, not the pictures. Like, I love this story. <laughs> so there's this, this uh, third season just came out. It is hands down one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life with also a wonderful story. Uh-huh. So it's this it's this solstice party and there's this – I won't ruin anything in case anyone wants to see it. So everyone dresses in costume because it's like for the solstice and, um, and you know, they're all dressed up. And there's this guy who uh, is n- to be known as the Druid who comes and like <laughs> – Oh, my god. I'm already – that's ridiculous. Okay. I want you to try to watch this. You would not be able to get through it. No, I don't think I would be able to. I'm no. not I'm not – I'm not challenging myself. So a lot this of the storyline, a lot of the storyline of Slasher, which I was watching because I was obsessed the with it. The Druid. No, he. The way that he kills people is so gross. If you have like a, a weak stomach, like I can, I can watch a bit of gore porn. Why do you watch this? Because the story the was stories so good. You love I know, and it has all the, the characters from being Erica, really and they're all playing all like different. Every time they play a different character, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, but this one also is based around um a lot of, um like gay couples who are also like having affairs like somebody one of the main guys is having an affair with this um with this um wife's you know husband who is actually bi and like so they're but the thing about Canada okay. too is that there really aren't any limitations on um like sex in their television shows so not only is the murder graphic the sexual content is very graphic and i was sitting at the gym <laughs> And I was watching the show and I was doing, I think, like the bicycle thing. And I'm just sitting there watching and sweating. And before I know it, there's this extensive gay sex scene that is going on in front of me. Just two beautiful men and or just a sex scene, whatever. But it is happening on my phone and I'm just sitting there watching it. And I didn't really realize it. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, this is going sweating on. Sweating it out, staring I'm at this. I was sweating, and I'm just like, this is going on for a really long time. I remember thinking about that. I was just like, oh, no. And I look, <laughs> and there's a, there's a girl sitting like on the bike next to me kind of like looking at me weird <laughs> and looking at it. And I've noticed that people were like kind of slowly walking by me, probably looking at the girl on the stationary bike watching gay porn. <laughs> like... It's seriously like out of the context because there was no blood or gore. Like this was just a passionate moment between two gentlemen. Like it wasn't like it, and it was a few minutes. So it took me. A good, you sat there a few minutes, and I was on the, sweating on your bike. Just no, and I also take the bike on the very end, so you don't have to. Like it's next to the walkway, so you don't have to be in, in between two people. You know what I'm so talking about? Every, the stationary I do. bike. Yeah. So everybody walking by is taking a look at what you're watching. Because I didn't like I just spaced out and forgot is, where I was. When you're on the bike, too, it's a little ways away from you. Yeah. No. So it's like out there. Like it's out. There's plenty of view viewpoints. 
It's not like directly in front of you where there's like a limited way to look at that. Everybody was looking at this. No, I know. And it took me like Sarah. a while because I was watching. I'm like, I remember vividly as I'm sitting there sweating, like thinking, I'm like, wow, this is going on for a really long time. And then I'm like, uh-oh. So what'd you do? What was your reaction? Um, then I just kind of, I, I was like. Did you spaz out? <laughs> maybe. I didn't spaz <laughs> out. Like smack No, I didn't. I was like, just like. Oh, God. And then I, like, unplugged my headphones from it really fast. And then I, I tried to do everything. Wait, if you unplug your headphones from it, doesn't the noise just No, it just – and my and my phone, it stops it. Oh. And then I just turn it. I going to say, like – So okay. I try to do – when I'm starting to feel spazzy, I try to do everything extra slow because I'm afraid. It's like – What? What? Because I get too flaily. So, like, I, I try to concentrate mm. on slowing myself down. That's how I have so to. So you with just it. confidently took your yeah, phone. Yeah, so I just I you confidently and I I just like I set my phone up and I like wrap like wrap my headphones around my hand like put them in my pocket and then went and got to the. <laughs> you realize then now it's like you're making a show of it, like now you're like daring someone I to say something. I didn't know what to do, and then that girl like, next I'm just, to me was looking at me. Did you make eye contact so with someone? Yeah, with the girl As, next to me. You made eye contact no. while you grabbed your phone with the no, not when I grabbed my phone it, when like, I was watching it still, and I looked, and she was looking at me in disgust. Oh, no, yeah. no, because then it's like you're looking for approval. Like you no, looked over like at her, for like someone, like yeah, yeah, I see what I'm watching. You into this too? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, we're just too. too no, then I went and grabbed like the towels and the disinfectant stuff, and I'm like. Trying to make it seem like I'm not in a panic to get out of there. I'm like oh, wiping down my I don't my know if that's – that kind of seems worse. It was it's really... like you just don't give a shit. Like not only do you not give a shit, you hope somebody – you're daring someone to say like, something I'm, to you. Like I'm waiting for someone to come up to me and be like, excuse me, were you, were you watching porn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. And then, you know, yeah, oh. that's kind of what it seems like. I mean, it was right? – and then like the brutal – like That's some... an opposite way of how I handled it. Like, I spazzed out and grabbed it, like, ugh! I probably made an audible noise. So like, that Ugh. sounds like you're trying to draw attention to it. I was just kind of like, and it's, I've been here for four minutes and my workout's complete. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this one. <laughs> 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 and that's what I have to do. I, I recommend that to anybody who's spastic. What, this watching is, gay porn while you're yes, at that. the gym? And I mean, also, try, teaching yourself how to slow down because I've had to do that because I have such a spazzy response to stuff. I have had to stop, like, when I trip over something or bump into something, instead of, like, flailing, I've had to, I have, like, mentally trained myself to, like, not respond very quickly because I have to or else I'm just going to be a spaz forever. So, like, that's what I did. I just, like, slowly got up and, like, wrapped, yeah, wrapped the headphones, put them in my pocket, like, Sarah, went, walked over the table thing and just, like, got the pumpy disinfectant Looking stuff. around, looking for somebody I didn't to look, look at, at anybody. Somebody make eye contact. Do not look at anybody. When you're spazzing, just kind of just do your own thing and wipe it down. And then I like grab my backpack and then just kind of like saunter it away, not in a rush, at a at a medium pace. Uh huh. Yes. You're a porn girl at the gym now. I know. You are a porn girl. It did, it was like oddly specific. Too. Yeah. Like it was it was pretty aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have learned nothing. And then from there me. was, and then it doesn't help that. You know, before that, when I was on like the elliptical or something, like it's just like these brutal murders, people's like faces being shoved in blenders and Ew. stuff. It was like really gross. Yeah, that's that's pretty. And gnarly. that's also like a creepy kind of person who's watching that. Like you're watching like over the top gory porn and then or gory horror shows. No, it's gore porn. And yeah. then and then watching porn directly after. Yeah, you're a psycho. I know. Well, I'm done with it. Not though. It was a good show. Oh, two thumbs up. Yeah, you watch some horrible murder scene, and then you watch 
porn directly after that's wow. I think okay. the most disturbing yeah. I think Canadians are like legit fucked you blame up blame Canada for this yeah yeah, I've watched three seasons of this now, and it's like three of the like yeah. most disturbing seasons I've ever seen. You keep watching it though, so, don't you? Oh, of course I do. Canadians are like that person who that you know that's like super. Love how we're blanketly saying all of Canada. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Equates this one television. Canadians show. are like that person you know who's like super nice but a little on the quiet side, and then that's like you don't expect them to be as terrifying as they are when they finally get angry. Yeah. Everyone like, knows that snap. person. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, like when someone who has always been nice when they snap, like that's like Canadian film. Yeah. Like you don't expect it because they're always so nice on the surface. Uh-huh. And really they're just dark and broken inside. That's like Scott Daly. Like if he ever snaps, I mean it's going to be terrifying. Oh, it's going to be It awful. will be. He's going to be. There will be carnage. He will be a Canadian gore porn yeah. film guy. Yeah. yeah. Nicest guy ever. Nicest Until, guy. I mean, no one's ever really seen the snap. No. Like when he when he does snap, I don't, yeah. I'm getting out of the way. I will say, yeah, I thought that, I remember, I'm like, oh, it's all the cast of being Erica. This can't possibly, oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty well, gnarly. Speaking of the being Erica side, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. That just, this just reminded me of something. Because you, you mentioned time travel, and then this got me thinking about something that was brought up to me. Did you know that in romance novels, there is a whole theme and, like, series devoted to Scottish time travelers? What? That's the weirdest statement that you could ever expect me to say, right? Yes, Scottish time travelers. Where where is this even coming from? Somebody at at DT told me about it because his wife DT Digital Trends, digital your trends, other yeah, job, sorry, yeah, di- at Digital Trends, um, told me about it because his wife like read some of them. Yes, there's a whole series devoted to Scottish time traveler romance novels. Wait, a theme or like. One per- person, like for example, like Sue Grafton. No, I just think it's like a theme like across a, con- a bunch of different ones. Like the one in particular was the Outlander series, but I think there's more for this. This it's like a, a theme of, across different books of Scottish time traveler romance novels. There are different people that are Scottish time travelers in romance novels. Like different yes, main different, characters. Different main characters, yes. How did this even come up in conversation? I don't recall, but it was early in the morning, and and somehow it came up. We're talking about, I don't know, ro- romance books came up. I don't remember. That's I d- fascinating. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Now, I haven't done a lot of looking into it. Oh, there was a television adaptation of one of these. So the Outlander series. Yeah. I mean, since you, do you know what that is? Don't you remember Outlander? No, Highlander is what you're thinking. Oh, of. yeah. Yeah, I also made that same... I, I confuse that too. Scottish okay, good. Because I just felt really stupid for a second. Yeah. There. So that this there's this one that is a series that follows Claire Randall, who travels through time to 18th century Scotland and finds adventure and romance with the dashing Jamie Fraser. And then there's there's a there's a several different ones. I remember like seeing commercials for this. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Is that what you want to star in? Do you want to be a Scottish time traveler? Kind of do, yeah. Why is it specifically Scottish? Ex- I don't know. Just like Canadians make the scariest, grossest horror. Scottish? We clearly blanket statement statemented that. Yes. It's like the truth. No. All Canadians are like that. All Can- even, even Sebastian. Every one of them. Especially oh, Sebastian especially. I mean, Sebastian is a filmmaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does have a dark side. Very nice. Super nice guy. Yep. Until he snaps. Until he snaps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> got to stay on their good side. So, yeah. Th- anyway, I wanted to bring that up. I didn't know if you knew anything about this. I'll do some more research on this to see if I can figure this out, why this is a thing. 
But yeah, it's a thing. I really think that you need to because I kind of right. want to know what it is. Speaking of research, I've done some research on something else. There's something big. Oh, there's some big news. Is it a cast member from The Sopranos? No. Why? What do you mean? Isn't that what you did research on last time? Oh, my God. That was a long – no, that was when I was doing my taxes. Oh, yeah, your taxes. Sorry. Cara uh, – what's her name? Cara oh, God, don't look at This happens Buono? every time and then you look her up and then you get distracted the rest of the show. Cara Buono. Yeah, because you start looking at all of her pictures and it's really weird for everybody. That's, you're the one that just made it weird. You don't need to look it up. Nobody's forcing you to She's, look it up. She's uh, one of the moms on uh, Stranger Things. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. You distracted me for a minute. This is something else that's actually big breaking news that is all over the place. And I found out something that goes along with it. Sarah? Oh, no. It's time for a Squatch Watch. I said, it's time for a Squatch Watch. <clears throat> God damn it, Greg. It's you need to tell me. Where did it for go? For a Watch. Shut up. Stop saying Squatch Watch. Sarah, it's Shut time up. for a Squatch Watch. I don't watch. know where it went. It just oh, disappeared. Oh, wait, there it is. Sarah, it's time for a Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Have you ever thought that uh, the Sasquatch might just be a Scottish time traveler? Big news in the world of Bigfoot. Here is what's going on, and you're going to see this story trending. This is actually trending in real news right now. It is a big, big, well, it's all real news. Big, big thing, Sarah. But I know you've said big like seven times. I, because I it. it's yeah. so big. And here is what it is. It has to do with the FBI releasing their memos regarding Bigfoot. This is officially true. This has happened. This is a real thing. It has to do with a gentleman, and I'm going to talk about this guy and the group that he was a part of, uh, a gentleman who submitted hair samples in 1976. Was it one of the Gilman... What's the name of that? Gilman Patterson? Yeah. No. Uh, This is somebody who submitted hair samples from... Oregon. What? That's where we live. That's where we live. Of a hair sample that he found and submitted these in for analysis from the FBI. The FBI? The Federal Bureau of Investigations? Peter Brine. Peter Byrne. <laughs> Peter Byrne. B-Y-R-N-E. 93-year-old Peter Byrne. He's 93 now. Submitted these 40 years ago in 1976. Submitted these hair samples that he and? found while he was searching for Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest. Now, before that... Byrne had been over, uh, had developed a fascination with the tall creatures that lived in the wilds that are undocumented. He did several trips to Nepal. It was in Nepal where he was searching for the Yeti that he heard from some Americans who talked about Bigfoot. And he said he laughed. Bigfoot? What's that? As he was searching for Yetis. But then he came to the Northwest and he realized it was real and he devoted his life to finding said creature. Now he found this, these samples of hair. All right, what happened with the, the hair? hair was was against a tree. It was a tuft. He didn't know what it was. He was like, this doesn't look like any creature I've ever seen before. So he submitted to the FBI, and the FBI took the sample. Greg, you're really annoying. And from there, not a word. Not a word was said about it, and he spent 40 years wondering whatever happened to that tuft of hair I submitted to the is FBI. He, so he Did they cover alive? it up? Was it a scandal? Greg, is he still alive? Did they sell it to some to the Soviets? Nobody knew what he did with the hair. But here's the thing. 93-year-old Peter Byrne, alive today, finally got 
his report back from the FBI. And the revelation is shocking. So he did. The FBI actually did take the hair and ran it through several different ways of analyzing it. They um, brought in different experts, and they actually analyzed this hair to try to determine because they were – and they treated it very seriously. And the analysis came back in 1977, but somehow the memo never got to, got to Peter Byrne. So he spent 40 years wondering what if. So he didn't like think to make a call and be like, hey, just dropped off that hair. He tried, but they, nobody, nobody understood where it was. So it got filed away. And this was in an internal memo that the FBI had in February 1977. And now it's been released. Do you want to know what it was? Yes, Greg. Tell us what it is. Of the tuft of hair? Well, after this analysis, waiting 40 years to find out his life, and he's continued on with his life's work, searching. He did some huge expeditions in the 90s, uh, was paid money actually by a benefactor, and now this FBI result came back, and the FBI result is it was deer hair. So that was their result <laughs> four years later. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was like inconclusive <laughs> was, or something. It was deer hair. It was deer hair? So there's a quote from Peter Burr. He's like, well, that's basically, well, that's, that's disappointing. Um, so... <laughs> But it re- so yeah, it was deer hair is what they figured. Well, who's to say if they're, it's not a cover up? Could be a cover up. It could be a hold cover on up. to hope. However, there's something else though that we have that I figured out while reading about this. So this Peter Byrne guy is very famous in the world of of uh, Bigfoot. So famous that he's part of a group of four that I did not know exist and oh, existed no. until today did when you I started make it researching a group of five? this. No, I can't. I can't join these gentlemen. He is the only one that's left alive. Uh, so Peter Byrne is is one of the members of the 1960 Pacific Northwest Bigfoot Expedition, and him, along with three other gentlemen, are part of what is called. And I kid you not. I'll give you the names of the other ones. Uh, there's Renee Donden, uh, also John Green, and Dr. Grover Krantz. Together, Doctor Grover Krantz. Doctor Grover Krantz. I love that. He name. looks like a Doctor Grover too. He wears like a little, the circle like expedition hat. Oh, like a pith helmet. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of like that. Is that also the, th- the second time this week that we've used the phrase pith helmet? I've never used the phrase. I think you've done it twice. No, I know. Never Der- mind. No, uh, when Derek and Bernard were in here. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's All true. Right, I'm yes, continue, that was. Continue, Greg. Okay. Okay. The name, the colloquial name of those four gentlemen. Is the Four Horsemen of Sasquatchery. The Four Horsemen of Sasquatchery. That is a real term that is used in the Bigfoot community for these four gentlemen. The four? Of which Peter Byrne is the only living member of the Four Horsemen of Sasquatchery. If someone does not have the movie rights to that yet, they are missing out. Actually, I need the movie rights to that. How do I get them? The Four Horsemen of Sasquatchery. So that's a real thing. I wanted people to be aware of that, to know that. The results came back. It was deer hair this time. Could be something else next time. That concludes this edition of Squatch Watch. Ah! I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! 
Wow. The Four Horsemen of Sasquatchery. How can you even say that you're a Sasquatch fan if you didn't even know that that existed? Yeah, you know, you learn as you go. All right. Should we do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy as if we haven't been crazy enough today? Yeah, I mean, what's going on today? There's something in the air. Something in the air. There definitely was yesterday, too. I think it's because it's getting close to summer because as soon as the Rose Parade is done, then it becomes summer. In your um, in your mind? In everybody's mind. No, that's that's a Sarah creation. No, Portland people. You know that summer begins the day after Rose Festival, which is next Monday. Yeah. That's when it becomes all hot and sunny and nice. That's... Nope. All right. Well, Greg, if you said it, then that must Hard be true. Pass. Okay, wow. Lucky me. I get to hear your opinion all the time. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, did you know that there is a Guinness record for the most tall people who are gathered in one place? Ugh, who cares? All right, yep. Tallies gathered in the Netherlands to make a Guinness World Record. A total of... I love the way this is described, too, because this seems like something that would make your short self mad. A total of 850 vertically gifted people. Vertically gifted? What are you like? I'm vertic- offended by that You're vertically term. stunted? I am not vertically stunted. I'm... Just, I mean, um, you are. Um, I mean... What would I A total be? of 850 vertically gifted people have gathered in the Netherlands to break the Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of tall people. This is the Club Van Lang Mensen says it counted 850 people who qualified. What, what makes them as tall? What, I, I'm they... so glad that you asked this. Who qualified under Guinness rules? Well, there are even rules in the Guinness Book of World Records that call you short. Screw these people. So for the women to be tall, it requires that they have to be at least five foot nine inches. Oh, you're short tall. too, then. I don't care. And men uh, to measure at least six feet two inches tall. What? Wow, you like. Swung in a big hard miss there. By how many inches is that? Seven? What? Like, that's probably, you missed it by like seven inches. Whatever. Well, research uh, conducted in 2016 indicates Dutch men are the tallest in the world. Isn't Scott Daly Dutch? Yeah. With an average height of about six feet, and Dutch women are second in the world behind Latvia. With an average height of five feet, five inches. What? Well, tall too. Organizers said they were aiming to beat the previous record of 136 tall people, which was set in Gross. Australia. Be, it's just a bunch of people complaining about airplane seats are too small and I need a bigger car because like, my legs are hurting and, that, and my back hurts. That's yeah. Hey, that's how I got my car. Because a tall, it was too small for a tolly. And so the tolly only put 7,000 miles on it and brought it back in like pristine condition. But yeah, it was because he was complaining about the car. <laughs> a lot of light bulb changers at that one. Top shelf reachers. Mm-hmm. What's up, light bulb changer? Change my light bulb. Is that going to be your new insult for anybody? I think called? so. I just created it. Yeah, right now. Light bulb changer. What's <laughs> up, light bulb changer? It's good for changing light bulbs. It's like good for. Dust the top of my fridge, light bulb changer. Oh, this is going to be fun now. I'm creating new tall people insults. So you're going to do at our uh, cornhole league tonight? Uh Uh-huh. Sup, light bulb changer. Oh, my God. You have to call Jacob. Light bulb changer. 
<laughs> Jacob, go dust my the top of my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, I make me laugh. All right. Wow. All right. Next up, out of Texas, a Texas family said they were shocked when they decided to purchase a cake from a Walmart bakery, only to discover that it was made of plastic. Ew. It was one of the display cakes that they got sold. One of those like somebody sold it? styrofoam display cakes. Oh. Yeah, they were shocked to try to cut into the cake that they bought from Walmart to discover it was made of styrofoam. How did this make the news? Well, Nellie Flores, (laughs) she and her sister Marcy... Who was like, oh my God, we got to get this hot hot to the presses. ...ordered a cake for a graduation party, a very special day. But uh, employees told them later the order had been lost. Again, at a Walmart bakery. No judgment, but I don't think I'd want to be buying cakes from a Walmart bakery. Flores says a Walmart manager told Marcy she could have one of the ready-made cakes on display. It wasn't until they cut it, they learned it was just frosting-covered styrofoam. <laughs> Wait, so it was real frosting? Yeah. Oh. My family said they were, um, they were upset, but instead they were given a $60 Walmart gift card as compensation and a voucher for a free other cake that they could actually eat. No, that's not bad. 60 bucks and a free cake? That's what Greg thinks... Yeah, in the end. Yeah, that's not bad. 60 bucks and a free cake? Not that bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I just have a couple, just a couple more stories, just a yeah. random smattering, if you will. That's what the show is. I know, especially this particular show mm-hmm. today. Um, Greg, I know you're a huge Pokemon fan. Well, now the Pokemon company like has announced that it is teaming with a wedding planning firm in Japan to offer officially licensed themed Pokemon weddings. No, no. Which I'm sure Kelsey was probably like, crap, I'm already married. I could see her just <laughs> I could see her, yeah. getting a divorce just to do it again. Annulment. Let's do the Pokemon wedding. Uh, wedding planning company Escrit and the Pokemon company said they recently held their first officially licensed Pokemon-themed wedding, which featured appearances from two Pikachu mascots dressed as a bride and a groom. While photos shared by the Pokemon company shows Pokemon-themed food, uh, food items at the ceremony. Including cakes, probably not made with styrofoam, am I right? Oh, man. <sighs> Struggling. The package also includes a marriage certificate uh, laden, laden with Pokemon imagery. Uh, Pokemon weddings, which are currently only available in Japan, can be purchased by going to ESCRITS's website, Escrits. It's a spree, but with a C instead of a P. There's now a retailer which is turning heads online with an unusual garment that they have created called the Jido, which are swim briefs for men made to look like little mini blue jeans. Little mini blue jeans? They're blue jeans? jean speedos. They're blue Gross. jean speedos called Jidos. So uh, the swimsuit, which is available online, is designed to resemble a drastically cut down pair of jeans. Uh, so it's about $40. Um, if you Does would like, like to get one of on those. It too? Uh, it doesn't have the fray, but they are exactly speedo shaped and look like you just trimmed up a little pair of jeans to make them as tiny Gross. as possible. Also, if you like, the website also offers fake denim one-piece swimsuits for women that look like parts of an overall, um, you know, of an overall outfit. Sans pant legs, and I think you can also get swim trunks that also look like they're made of jeans, but really they're just a cloth. Jitos is such a gross term. Instead of speedo, it's a jito. So there you go. A Jito. Ew. 
That's your world of crazy. All right. Okay. Oh, now see, now I'm stuck with mental images of that. Okay, that's that's enough. I can't think about that anymore. You know what I can think about though, Sarah? What, Greg? Next adventure. Oh boy! With summer is upon us, as you said, and the best time to go and make sure that you have everything that uh, that you need for your camping season or your outdoor outdoor activities is to go down to Next Adventure. Ooh, I might go there and get a hammock. Oh, well, that'll be a good thing. Uh, Next Adventure is here in town. Don't they have that hangy like tent thing too? They do. Yeah, yeah. It's time for a Next Adventure trip. Um, so, Next Adventure. One of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and they're based here out of Portland, Oregon. So if you're in the area, you can go to the corner of Stark and Grand for their main store. They've got stores in Scapoose. They've got stores out in uh, uh, Sandy. They've got their uh, Paddle Sports Center. Basically, any place that you want to go that's going out to an adventure, you yeah. can like stumble across the next You'll adventure. find one. Or you can go online, nextadventure.net, where they always have some great sales going on, uh, some really great stuff there. And, uh, and yeah, definitely... Big supporters of us, and every time I go on their website, dang it, there's some more things I want. All right, well, I'm going to be stuck here for a while. I'll, I'll spare everybody while I look through everything right now. Go there for yourself, nextadventure.net, and send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We truly, truly do appreciate it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. So what time are we going to be in tomorrow? Uh, regular time? Uh, probably regular-ish time, yes. Okay. Yes. Back to that, because uh, the show that, I, in case you didn't know, the show I was doing on Digital Trends called Between the Streams, that was on Fridays at noon, we are no longer, uh, that audio podcast isn't going to be available anymore, I'll save that long story, you could, but the shows are still up, and we did do a final show, and then now we're going to be a video series that's going to be on Fridays, just not this Friday. Gotcha. And it'll be at a different time. So, all of that, and more. Oh, right. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and yeah. I learned about Scottish time traveling romancers and the and four how horsemen. Bigfoot doesn't exist. The four horsemen of the Sasquatch Squatchery. <laughs> oh I can't even say that term out loud anymore. All right, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Bye. Bye.